Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, here with my other host, Matt. Every episode, we like to start off by introducing our adult beverages of choice. Today, I am finishing a Monster and Vodka, and I will be drinking a Northern Waters Double Barrel Spring Fever Whiskey pretty quick after this. What about you, Matt? You got a beer or is, is that all you're drinking? Uh, for this quick episode, I'm going to stick with just these. Okay. Nice. I am not feeling 100%, so I'm going to go with uh, just straight, a little bit of straight whiskey, uh, the Journeyman's Distillery Whiskey. Uh, if I'm not feeling great, I want to drink something good. Uh, so I was like, ah, we'll, we'll just go with something good. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not feeling great, so I'll just stick to just a regular bit of whiskey. You know, no water <laughs> yes. or anything like that. Nothing to just keep me hydrated. Just, just something that's what to the calm my throat. <laughs> well, that's water. Right? So, yes, uh, that, that's my water of choice is the uh, Michelob. Yeah, it's, it's a watered down kind of beer, but I still enjoy it good Michelob you know on the golf course or out on the beach it's it's not a bad just something nice and light right yeah it's light that's that's pretty much it all right so Matt everybody's here because they tapped on a very specific title what are we covering today yes so we are going to be covering the final chapters so the last two special episodes of Attack on Titan however Crunchyroll got it laid out or however you're watching it it's gonna be the last two episodes the hour and then the hour and a half episodes are gonna be what we're covering and for anybody who hasn't watched the dubbed because you're waiting for the dub since we got this out early because we were excited to talk about it it's going to have lots of spoilers and that's going to be what it is hopefully that that uh, makes you more excited by listening to this episode right whew, there, there was a lot to these two episodes right and you were you and i were just talking before we started recording that we looked into this it's looking like the dub isn't going to come out until early 2024 right yeah that's that's what i'm seeing i'm not finding anything like january 15th or anything like that but that, that's just what i'm seeing really unfortunate for all the dubbed watchers right yeah was, you know we, we kind of got into a little bit of a routine with most most uh normal anime where like an anime will get dubbed like two three weeks behind that's japanese counterpart and this one's gonna take a couple months yeah it really sucks but maybe that's what you need to watch a subbed because they did do the sub very well in this uh, final two episodes. Oh, for sure. This was amazing. Yes. But before we get too uh, far into this, you want to give us that Lance's lesson? Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for Titan, and that is Kyojin. Kyojin is spelt K-Y-O-J-I-N. And Kyojin is obviously very relevant to today's episode because we're talking about Titans and the finale of titans in general yeah because uh you know it's basically what the whole series was uh kind of building towards which was either the destruction of humanity or the destruction of titans and in the very beginning they wanted to destroy all titans and really that's what they got like without yeah. going too deep into it that's that's exactly what they got yep uh all the way back in season one that was aaron's number one goal is he wanted to destroy and kill all titans and that's something which, we can talk about in a little bit yeah well definitely have to bring that full circle moment back right because i don't want to start talking too much about this because i want to see what your match manga mentions has to say about any potential differences between the anime and the manga you got anything for us yes actually and there is a doozy we'll put it that way oh for real like i heard that yes. there was definitely a different ending but if it's a doozy then now i'm very interested <laughs> 
So, unfortunately, it's going to take a second for me to get there because I'm going to start from the beginning of part one of the two-part final. For anybody who is curious and wants to start reading the, the final of Attack on Titan, it is chapter 131, and it goes to 134. So, five chapters. Okay. Okay, so it's literally like how the anime is kind of doing, like chapter one, two, three, four, and five, huh? Yep, it's exactly... It follows follows along very, very well. Okay. Yeah, it, Basically, without going too far, which I'm going to, it elongates pretty much everything. More in-depth conversations. The rumbling is more in-depth. It just happens a lot greater of a scale stuff along those lines. There's no absolute changes except for at the... I don't, I don't even want to call the, the ending an absolute change, but there is a difference in the ending. Okay. But to go back to part one, so the first change is Mikasa offers... Uh, Annie new ODM gear that she had been practicing with Reiner about with excuse me so she had talked she talks about giving the old ODM gear to her because she was comfortable with it but in the manga she was giving her new stuff that she was already practicing with uh, Reiner about with okay yeah I was gonna say I'm, I'm pretty I don't remember Annie actually getting new it, new gear because she wasn't planning on even being part of the deal anyway she was kind of wishy-washy but then she made the decision to not go so so she basically how the manga made it seem was like she wasn't sure so she was going to kind of go through the motions and then just her ultimate decision was to not go okay yeah right there is nothing that says anything otherwise besides the fact that she was practicing rhina's new odm gear one line that's literally it so <laughs> not okay another thing is levi calls hanji four eyes not three eyes it might be a oh, translation for... thing maybe but yeah the anime was definitely three eyes because i definitely caught on to that that and it, it took me a minute i'm like why is she calling him three eyes that doesn't make any sense but that's because she's wearing an eye patch so mm -hmm. in the manga he calls her four eyes yeah he calls her four eyes interesting okay then you see annie thinking about her dad uh, all her other comrades and then armin when she's thinking about what she lost when they're on the boat and she's talking to the philanthropist woman on the boat about all the things they lost it's oh, i'm running a little bit of a blank on that it's still on part one it uh-huh so annie gabby and oh man um trying to blank on the the other so the guy who turns into the bird falco Falco, and then the woman. So the one that's not actually from the island. Oh, the one. I know which girl you're talking about, but like she was like the head of the estate of yes. the place where the, the flying boat was at. Yes. Right. Oh, oh right here. Kiyomi Azumbito. Yeah, sure. Kiyomi. Kiyomi. <laughs> so yes, it, it was Kiyomi. There's just so many characters. It's kind of hard to yeah, like, right? keep them all straight. But it, it was during that conversation, they kind of have a, a thought process, you could almost say. And you're seeing Annie having a flashback, not really a flashback, but like her, who she's thinking about is all of her friends, her dad, and then specifically it is Armin. You can more tell the love that she has for him. Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't really pick up on that in the anime. Like she was just kept to herself and Armin was the one that was making all the little suggestions that he was really into her. Yeah, but she, I mean, she was blushing and stuff, so you could tell that she right. reciprocated. Yeah, but yeah, and then the moment between the Eldians and the Marlians doesn't happen until after the group is on Falco flying back to the fight. So in the anime, 
it happens prior to and then like you don't see them again until basically it's all like until after they come back and they're getting transformed oh okay yep yep so it's just kind of swapped where where that part happens so after aaron has been killed and the group of aliens is going back to paradis they they're having their conversation on the boat uh-huh they talk about how historia will protect them when they go to paradis for peace talks so that's how they're so sure that they will be safe going back and it's because historia has basically said they're going to be safe okay yeah they didn't say that in the anime no everything was pretty random and they unknown so yep this is the part that starts getting different okay so the biggest difference is you see the world getting rebuilt around the tree aaron was buried under uh-huh like structures actual structures getting built not just so we're talking probably hundreds of years into the future oh that's cool yeah. that's much later uh you see mikasa grow old and die. i think they kind of show that in the anime it was really it was really quick you had to like really understand it because i think they only showed her hand right um shit now i have to actually remember i, I remember think... that she was she was looking at his grave and then like she just died and then eventually and essentially her uh her grave got put right next to his yeah that doesn't happen you don't see that oh no no um then you see a war with like missiles and basically a modern war so sure another great period of time has happened and it flattens the world so kind of full circle wow wow okay and after the world is flattened the tree where it all began stood the tallest so the only thing that stood were a handful of trees and the one tree was the thing that stood above all else okay so like a form of symbolism just to show that aaron's tree was the most important one in the end well the original tree so we're talking about the tree where hallucinaga oh tree, where she appeared, oh yeah, yeah where it okay, appeared so on that original tree the original tree so base so full circle yes but a different kind of full circle where you know the world gets destroyed anyways uh doesn't matter what aaron did or did not do the world still gets destroyed and everything kind of just repeats itself okay crazy but then you see that kid again the kid yeah so remember from the end you see the kid walking into you see somebody walking oh. into the tree or like being curious about the tree oh okay at the very end you see that okay so interesting similar but not quite the same finally i was trying to think of ymir ymir is the one who went into that tree yes but yeah that's all i got not a whole lot not super significant changes except for the ending is quite different yeah it's it is interesting that they kind of left out like nuclear war to a degree maybe that's like too on the nose for current times right now but i could understand why we went from like old school no special weapons and having the powers of ungodly titans to going back to nothing and then technology making nuclear weapons yeah I think it also, I can't say that it's more, I don't know. I don't want to say that it more finalizes the ending because essentially the ending is still the same. The very end is still the same where the kid's walking into the tree and it could all repeat itself. But I kind of feel like that's the point that it doesn't matter what you do. If you don't change anything, it's going to repeat itself anyways. Okay. Well, now that's curious about something you said about restarting everything, because the only reason all of this started to begin with was because of that worm-like thing, hallucinogenia. Yep. And in the anime, we didn't 
didn't see the actual destruction of this worm. Like we didn't see it die. We didn't see it disintegrate or anything along those lines. Do we get any kind of no, word or panels from that from the manga? It's it's the same. Uh, it's implied because all the Titan's power is gone. Right. And that is the source of the Titan's power. Right. So that that's kind of what I take it as because they don't have abilities anymore. There's just no it's gone. Right. So my assumption because I tried doing a quick video of this on uh, YouTube a while back and that was my biggest question was what happened to this big ass worm because they didn't really show anything yeah. and just to recap it all in this moment right here is because all of the Titan powers are officially gone I think it's fair to assume that this hallucigenia thing is also completely destroyed. But I guess on the other hand, it could just means that it went into some kind of hibernation thing or something. It, it could just be in another deep, dark tree, just like when Ymir found it all those years, all those thousands of years ago. I want to say yeah. it, it is completely finished because it would just be, yeah. I know what you're saying, but it, it would kind of cheapen the whole, like the whole series. If oh, a hundred percent. But, to leave that to leave it open to a round two yeah. of attack on titan like that no yeah I, I think that means it needs to be a clean break and, and it needs to everything needs to be known that attack on titan is officially over there can't be another wave yes there speaking of another attack on titan there is talk about a spinoff of levi like his upbringing oh really this yeah. is news okay yeah. that that'd be interesting yeah, I thought that was really cool. I'm like, oh man, that's uh, that'd be really a really fun manga to pay attention to. Sure. Yeah, because dude's a badass, and he's always been a badass. Yep. Even yep. until his final battle with two fingers. Base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. So I let's get into this because we haven't talked about this series at all on the podcast. I'm gonna leave this for both the series and the conclusion. Did you have a favorite moments? A favorite moment? Yes. You know, I, I thought about this a little bit too. And at first, I was very upset about it. But then okay. I grew to actually like it. And okay. I'm going to stick a little bit to the finale. Okay. And I'm just going to pull from there. Like, I guess I really enjoyed the fact that there was like a hundred Titans on the back of Aaron's like ultimate Titan. And I didn't like it at first because I didn't like how there just so happened to be more than the original amount of Titans. So East you're talking about when he is like, oh man, kind of the worm looking Titan thing where he's got his body and it's during the rumbling yeah yeah okay. he's crossing the ocean and he's and he's made it over over uh, back on the land and they're attacking they're trying to flatten everything yep and yeah so aaron's got an it like a basic not an infinite but he's got all the past lives of the other titans sitting on him yep so i, I didn't like it at first because i thought it was too much anime logic going in okay but i really appreciated their explanation onto why they were there and more so i liked the variations of every titan and i'm glad they went that route instead of just copy and pasting 20 versions of the same exact titan i agree seeing all of the other titans was really cool i really right. didn't get the oh man like the pig thing oh man what they call it the thing that swallowed um armin yep i think it's in my notes oh copy okay yes that that was super weird because it was like a beginning cart titan kind of thing but it wasn't so I... yeah i don't think anybody has an official stance on what kind of titan that could be because I, I i tried listening to other people talk about it and 
it's kind of like a split between like a beast, a cart, or a jaw titan, but its jaw isn't like fully developed to be badass enough to be a jaw titan. Yep. Yeah, the beast titan wouldn't make sense either. I don't know. It's yeah, it's an oddball. And here's something that I don't think I ever heard anybody else talk about. That Okapi, I was very, very thrown off by because i'm pretty sure that okapi was shown in a previous episode somewhere in another i don't remember exactly where i have to watch rewatch like the entire series but i'm pretty sure i remember that okapi making an appearance running through a jungle do you have any memory of that no oh, i don't okay I am not okay maybe ask. maybe one of our listeners might uh remember otherwise future me when i go through an inevitable rewatch of the entire series i'm gonna I'm going to remember that moment. I swear I've seen that Okapi before. Maybe. Too much deja vu. That's that's for something that was supposed to be brand spanking new. Yes. I feel like I've, yeah, I, I just know I've seen it before. Well, also Attack on Titan does that all the time where it's like, oh, you missed this. Oh, you missed this. And you're just like, you're right. I did. I missed all of those. They were right <laughs> in my face. Right. You weren't supposed to know at the time. Yeah, I really enjoyed that kind of writing because right. it makes it very interesting on the watch, like the second time you watch it through, because you're like, oh, crap, I didn't notice that the first time. That's really awesome. Right. Did you end up having a favorite moment out of the finale or the entire series in general? For the finale, I will say I'm glad Mikasa was the one that did it, was the one that yeah. eventually killed uh, Aaron, because if it was going to be anybody, it needed to be her. For a long time, I thought it was going to be Levi. That was going to do it uh, kind of a, a mentor protege kind of thing. Sure. But I, I'm glad Mikasa was the one that did it. I'm glad she never got powers, all this other stuff. She was just a regular person eventually, essentially. Right. Yeah, I agree. So I, I really enjoyed that. As far as the whole thing, I'd probably say just my most memorable moment would be the first time you see the beast titan the very first time yeah oh man that's a, that's a long time ago uh my memory is saying that he just showed up in the forest and he probably murked everybody do you remember how all that went i think so and he was talking yeah I'm talking pretty, yeah that threw me off i'm pretty sure he was saying stuff and then just started murking everybody i don't think i think it was on the edge of the wall was where he shows up the first time was it okay i think think and then he just starts murking everybody on the wall yep gonna need a rewatch <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm kind of i don't know if i want to say i'm kind of surprised you didn't pick like the first time you saw the titans because you watched this when it was new right like yeah. season one yeah and i i went and looked up the a little time frame for anybody who's curious the manga started september 9th 2009 and the anime started in september 28th of 2013 so the anime itself lasted 10 years actually i didn't even look when the manga finished through the power of the internet i will find that out april 9th 2021 21 okay so there's a four-year difference between the starting of the mediums and a two-year difference between the ending of them. Yep. Okay. So I guess I'm really... Um, oh, sorry. Continue, continue with what you were saying. Oh, uh, well, so back to the how you were thinking my favorite moment was going to be the like the beginning introduction of all the Titans. Yep. Like did, but, like, did you mean episode one, things just going fucking tits up and everything going to hell with the outer wall or... That or the first time you see it like the armored titan right like basically episode one yes yeah i mean that's a hundred percent what drew me in okay seeing these big ass monsters just wreaking havoc killing everybody and destroying everything yeah i was because 
basically, yeah, because of the Armored Titan, I was drawn in and I needed to know what was going on with this. Yeah, I guess it was also 10 years ago, so it's hard to be like, yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> moment 10 years ago. Right, right. So I, f I figured I was just going to go with uh, the most you know recency bias kind of thing, just choosing something new. Okay, yeah, that, no, that's fine. For anybody that doesn't remember, I don't think I started watching this until like two years ago, like right. actually watching it. Yeah, so you're you're a lot more fresher than, than I am. Yes, and I actually stopped on episode 77, so then I had to like rush through because I started watching it, rewatching, watching it again when the last episode launched. And yeah, it did not take me very long because I knew it was over. I could push through like all the political stuff that I didn't really appreciate. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Made it, I mean, made that, it easy. that stuff took a long time. But let's uh, let's get back to uh, the core of this episode, which is the final episodes, the part one, part two. What did you feel was the tempo of everything between the rumbling in special one and leading into the the battle on Aaron's back and then part two being the finale of the back and basically the conclusion of the entire series like give me your roller coaster of potential emotions on how you how you what you thought about everything um this was essentially a long movie and it was really good right. i emotions all over the place watching those two kids just get obliterated by the falling buildings like the pieces of the buildings oh sure and so you've got that and then you've got the roller coaster of just the fight on the titan what what is aaron's final form is that the i think it's called like the founding titan yeah, yeah yeah there we go so the fight on the founding titan was really good i really enjoyed it i don't know how i feel about them just being like yeah i don't appreciate this and them not fighting back anymore and kind of helping i thought that was a little bit of anime logic but it, it is whatever because if that didn't happen they would have never won like it would oh, not God, have worked no. uh so no, i guess no. plot armor kind of stuff not really <laughs> yeah which is okay because as I said, I enjoyed the ending, or at least how the rumbling stopped. I, I thought it was good. I thought the fight was really good. I thought as a whole it worked. So, yeah. Right. I, I had no issues with it. What about you? Oh, I, I mean, I thought it was amazing the entire way through. I was drawn in at all times. There's so many weird little things in between. Like, all I wanted was pure action, and they kept throwing in some, some more things thicker more dense information to add to the story i'm like oh this is so freaking weird i already feel like we have enough but of course there's never enough you get to find out like the craziness behind ymir and like how screwed up yet she is even more than we thought she might have been yep how she was obsessed with the old king she was you know enslaved to him yet she still loved him and her tongue i was like Fuck. oh my yeah the like i know the animation style of ymir and her like crossed out eyes was to show that like she was basically like dead inside or something like that mm -hmm. but then to have her tongue ripped out so she couldn't talk and which also threw me out through a loop because if she had these titan powers within her she has the ability to regenerate so why is her tongue not growing back if it was ripped out beforehand would it come back i don't know maybe that's just some anime logic right there too I, i'm but gonna go with if it's a uh, pre-defect you don't get it back it's pre-existing condition it doesn't fall under the protection of <laughs> of the titan power which I bet you anything there's people that are like, yeah, this guy had like half his body ripped off and then became a Titan and he uh, grew it all back. It's like, oh, well, I tried. <laughs> okay, well, 
we got to remember that when Armin became the Colossal Titan, he was basically a useless pile of flesh sitting on that roof. And they turned him into a Titan, and then they turned him into the Colossal Titan. So his pre-existing condition was basically death. But he had all his body parts. But he had all his body parts, that's true. (laughs) Oh, he was burnt to a crisp, wasn't he also? Yeah, because so. okay, yeah. So he had he should have came back looking like Deadpool or something. But he still had his body parts. They they can yeah they can come back. He uh. does explode, so uh, you know he doesn't have skin when he blows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Just there's enough anime logic. But back too to much. Your, <laughs> yes. too much anime logic. Back to your mirror. Like she's just crazy, and yep. it was so confusing trying to figure out why she was considered so important and why she was still sticking around in the very end. She's gathering up all these sand sculptures of these guys and like that's like the shape of these titans that's kind of how i took it and she's forever rebuilding them to keep on going with the titan powers uh and then in the very end the only mind the only brain that she wanted to truly understand with was mikasa and that was very confusing because so you don't have a theory on why so you don't have a theory okay so I no like I, yeah okay so hit me with your theory so the reason why they were on the same wavelength is that they still loved the person no matter what horrific things they were doing to them and the world because the king essentially did the same thing he was willing to destroy the world you for and use her and she still loved the king okay so much like what, how Mikasa still loves Aaron even though Aaron told her to fuck off yep okay so, I, I like that because it's and it, it's like a a true love kind of thing, not just a, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to go too much deeper than that. So we'll, <laughs> we'll just say, say that. You, yeah, it's yeah. almost kind of like unconditional love. Like, that's why we don't have to talk about too much, because that would be... Yeah. I, you it, know, it, to, we can get into that. So that's, that's my theory as to why she felt like emotionally connected to Mikasa was because they essentially had similar feelings towards the ones they loved. Sure. Hey, real quick... I'm looking at some of my notes and I wrote down the female Titan can evolve Titans. Yeah. I remember them making that comment. And that's obviously why I wrote it down. Do you have an explanation for that one? A woman? That's really all I got. <laughs> the bringer of life is allowed to allow evolution. Kind of because she'll take in and mutate stuff. I mean, I'm just throwing out shit at that point. But yeah, <laughs> in the part Part one of the specials, they had mentioned that the female Titan was important and can help evolve Titans. And that's why Falco grows wings and can fly is because of her somehow. Okay, listeners, if you happen to know, please leave a message or a comment and let us know because that would be very interesting to know. Yeah, I've got nothing because I can. I don't even remember them talking about that until that moment. Yeah, it was, it was super quick, too. It was like at the very end. Yeah, they just sprang it on us and she was like, oh, yeah, they used to feed me everything. And I'm like, wait, what? Where did this come from? Okay, so I'm not right. the only one. Okay. Well, another one of my favorite quotes. I, I don't know the quote per se, but when Armin is talking to Ani in the, on the boat, Armin's like, if I'm good, then that word is useless because he's killed so many enemies and so many comrades alike that good is only used to benefit someone in that Very sense. powerful saying. It, it's just like the, um, the good guys are always the winners because... You know, you're not going to say you were the bad guy if you won the war. So kind of the same thing. Like the Jaegers would have said that the Titans are the most important thing ever because, well, they won the war, but they didn't win the war. So, you know, they're not. Yeah. It was just a very profound statement to throw out there. Like, because, yeah, just like you said, it's the good guys are always the winners. And that's how history is going to know them. Yep. 
Another important topic. Did you have a favorite character? Again, either from the series or and or from this final episodes? Just in general, it is way too hard to not say Levi. Yes. Yes. Levi is way too OP. He he's just a superhuman. He's just so amazing. I'm I'm glad they never turned him into a Titan because there would be no need. He's a Titan killer just the way he is. So it would have been nice if they turned him into a Titan at the end so he could get all of his digits in his eyes and his eyes. <laughs> just make him go back to normal. Yeah. It's, yeah. Turn him into a Titan just for like the last 10 minutes and then have Aaron just completely uh, kill everything just so that he's just normal again. Yeah. He gets caught in that mist, turns into it. Could you imagine if Levi would have turned into a Titan? He would have been like a super special breed of Titan. <laughs> so different breed. You know, that would have been super crazy i think i might have might have shed a tear if levi got caught in that mist in the end yes because i I mean i i did feel so sad for everybody that got caught and the select few that did zip away from everything got away yeah that was a very weird a weird scene that the that fucking hallucinogenia that worm had that defensive mechanism to do something like that that was such a crazy scene but before we continue any more random conversation did you have a favorite character, I guess, other than Levi? Yeah, Levi is way too easy to be like, yep, awesome, great person. I really, um, there's so many characters too. Like if you go through a character sheet, you're scrolling and oh, they don't definitely. even give you everybody. Honestly, I can, you kind of feel for Aaron because just everything he went through. And then Mikasa was a, a really awesome character. She definitely had some annoying moments. And yeah, just in her obedience kind of way. Yeah, Armin he had some really good moments he's kind of annoying but he had some good moments Rhina was really good I really enjoyed him yeah I definitely appreciated Reiner a lot more towards the second half of the final season I guess just in general once you really got to know him and understand everything you're like oh okay yeah no that that makes complete sense yeah. yeah, he's not just some guy they plucked to be some super secret weapon. Like he has his own regrets and his own problems and his own family issues. And then and then he's just so exhausted at the end of everything. You just start feeling bad for him. Yeah, he's he's really out to protect everybody that he cares about. And you're like, man, you can feel for this guy. Uh huh. So I would say it was Aaron until was that season three when he turns evil and just kind of annoying. Yeah. He's like your your atypical emo high school kid definitely uh even with the hair yeah and then rhina for like the last part i really i really liked rhino that at the end yeah i agree i'm almost kind of surprised you didn't throw sasha a quick bone just because there's plenty of other episodes you choose the uh the eater as your favorite character she she, i didn't like how she died oh just straight up random ass dying from gabi just being shot in the plane yep just like a fucking i would it's not even it's like the opposite of a petty death it's like a random ass oops you're dead it was a like in the moment it was like oh fuck that really just happened right now but then yeah like, after yeah time, right you're just like she really died for nothing for nothing they're basically in the middle of a celebration and then bitch ass gobby's guys sneak on and fire one off and then kill such a nice girl yep destroys the mood of everything yep and then like it really doesn't give gobby any sort of character development because she feels bad but it's like if she would have just went which she did she would have changed her like her perception of parody anyway Uh so it didn't really matter so yeah sasha dying was literally for nothing (laughs) 
because I'm trying to think another it. another character I grew to appreciate a little bit more. Like I always kind of liked her, but like I just grew to respect her more and more as the series continue. Was Hanj? Okay, Hanj was she was so interesting for so long. She was creepy, crazy, but you really appreciated her enthusiasm for everything. And then her sacrifice at the end of part one. Yes, felt that. it felt like like obviously it was needed because they needed to slow down the rumbling just a little bit but damn it sucked that it had to be her because mm-hmm. she's she's already sacrificed so much yeah she sacrificed a whole eye come on <laughs> yeah and then she never eye. really got to find out anything about titans yeah nothing officially i mean it was nice that she was always like that scientist that was just trying to get everything figured out and in the end she was one of the last one of the last sacrifices to make sure everybody can live, or at least the last 20% of humanity could live. <laughs> yeah. So was there anything you didn't like about the, the ending of this? Like, what'd you think of the ending? Oh, uh, okay. As insanely beautiful as the final scene of Aaron's life was with Levi and Mikasa zipping around Aaron and throwing their thunder spears, blowing everything up, dodging everything. It was super beautiful and so well choreographed. I loved it all. But at the same time, I wish Aaron's final moment wasn't getting his tooth broken open and then getting his head sliced off. It was, I felt that, I don't know. I'm a little torn because I I, I get it. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Because I also thought, it, I, I'm also not quite liking how Aaron went into a colossal Titan form to fight... Arm to fight Armin in his colossal form. So it's colossal versus colossal. And like, I know Aaron can probably tap into Ymir's powers, and that's why he was probably able to enter the colossal form. But like, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. But at the same time, we haven't seen Aaron in his attack form in a while. I don't know. My mind was just going everywhere. I don't know what I want. <laughs> All I know is I'm satisfied with how it ended, but I don't know if I. Per- liked it per se and then and then i don't know if i like transforming titans because if the beast titan can transform then that should basically open up an avenue for every titan to have like a second evolution a second stage so i would like to see more they can only basically once you transform into is what you transform into when you become the beast titan so falco would always be the bird when he transforms right right but what i'm saying is like you know much like how a pokemon evolves not like a digimon where you can jump back and forth but like a pokemon where you if you evolve you're stuck that way the beast Titan was the only one that had a second evolution no one else really got an evolution a whole different form or um i wouldn't say he got a different form because falco can only change into the bird so i guess i don't know what you're saying by a second evolution was falco always a bird yeah because falco so when he first transformed he really didn't turn into anything just kind of a jaw and then or no he hadn't turned into anything at that yeah point. yeah i guess not yeah now that we're talking about this because i remember the jaw titan yep and he was somebody else and then yep. I totally forgot that Falco ate had to eat him in order to get his abilities. So yeah, of course it's not going to be the same exact Jaw Titan. Yep, and it's not going to be the same Beast Titan because, well, obviously it's not the same. Right, and it's throwing me off because it's it's making me remember that that was that was his first time transforming into a Titan, right? Yes. And yeah, because they even it's, say it's like you really want to do your first time on the boat, it's going to be right, miserable. Right. That because we all know that everybody's first time turning into titans they're basically going feral they're crazy they can't 
control themselves. But here we are with Falco and he could control himself just fine because it's anime logic because it's not actually <laughs> his first time it is but it is his first time so it's his first time without the beast titan but it's his but it's technically his second time because the first time is without the beast titan oh wait remember, is he the beast or the jaw so he's both because zeke is dead after the first time right right okay yeah this started to jog my memory and then the first time quote unquote first time he transforms with zeke's beast titan ability is on the boat so it's it's anime logic where yes it's his first time but it's not actually his first time okay so yeah um as an ending you it's good but it's you're unsure if that's how you would you would have liked <laughs> the ending to be yeah it's I like it, but I don't know how much more I could have changed. Is there okay. is there anything you didn't like? I didn't like the fact that they changed it from the manga. Oh, yeah? You didn't like it? I, w I would have appreciated the full circle moment because this series got so deep at the end that they should have kept it that way. It almost cheaped out the ending by not making it go full circle. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting to finalize it that way. I mean, I know the author officially wanted to change it, but... Yep. I don't mind the anime ending because it kind of shows that Aaron didn't do everything for nothing. Right. But in all actuality, he did. Because it doesn't it doesn't matter it, what he did. The the I, world still gets destroyed whether right, he right. does it or somebody else does. Yeah, I guess that's kind of funny. Maybe maybe that's why he wanted it changed so that you know you're not pulling a Final Fantasy seven and killing everyone off anyway. Yep. So it I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the anime ending. If I could change anything, it would be I would have rather the full circle moment but that's nitpicking because this ending was good yeah i will yeah, say I, I got goosebumps seeing the end at the at the very end <laughs> yeah just so that we know for sure that they're not gonna throw in one more random ass final chapter final chapter part seven it's like what what, yeah. what happened to three yes yes <laughs> So yes, I, I I had no issues with the with the ending. So when it came down to it in the final episodes, did you end up feeling for Team Aaron or were you against him? So uh, Team Genocide or not Team Genocide? Right. Yeah. So did uh, you want did you want the rumbling to trample all of the world or did you want to let all the devils live? And because I know what the ending is, I'm curious what would have happened if not for the rumbling getting stopped so alternate universe i'm kind of team aaron because i know what happens and the world gets ah, destroyed anyways just out of curiosity yeah complete curiosity okay maybe that could even be its own spin-off yeah that would be like a what if series that yeah that'd be really cool yeah just have uh one percent of civilization left over yep. and then those very specific people have to live four-year cycles of carrying on the titans and that would be fucking hard figure it out find figure a way yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of baby producing so i can't be team aaron because of the way he did it like if right. he wouldn't have pushed uh mikasa and armin so hard like pushed them away so hard been so just woe is me kind of thing which i mean he explained it he was like i didn't even know what was going on which was kind of annoying but nitpicking again uh i couldn't couldn't be for team aaron what about you no uh just out of my own sanity the destruction 
destruction of the world just can't go with it i mean i understand if it maybe if it's for the ultimate better if we get rid of whatever x amount of, or x percent of the world i mean i i can get that evil logic but at the same time the process of doing so no and there was another thing that threw me off was like aaron always knew past present and future at like almost all times not at all times but there's moments where he understood the past present and future because he whatever they were trying to get into that a little bit yep and like aaron knew the ending and he knew that he was gonna die in this way but he still had to be like a cold-shouldered ass about it all right i don't know his i get it but like maybe you're supposed to hate him why couldn't if he knew his friends were gonna do it why couldn't he just make his friends like him like him or yeah i don't know couldn't be nice to his friends i don't know i guess the only way i can accept this is, is the author wanted us to hate him for this yeah, I can see that. I understand Aaron, where Aaron's coming from, but can't be for him. No, no. Yeah, so that's where I am. Yeah, not Team Aaron. All right, so you, you feel the same kind of too. No, no Team Genocide, unless it's a alternate universe, and then I'm for <laughs> Team Genocide. Sure, yeah, just just for shits and grins. Yes, but I think that's all we got for this episode of Anime Lounge Podcast. Please make sure to check out the anime show on Facebook and Instagram. Also, make sure to check out our youtube series anime lounge short flights where we review slash talk about all the a bunch of the upcoming animes that are out during the current season make sure to subscribe uh drop a comments let us know what you think of this episode and leave a like on whatever platform you listen to us have a good one everyone later guys